This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Onset of the song, I believed it was some forty-one, but I was wrong. Uh, sorry, we're not recording yet. <laughs> okay, sorry. So you wanna, if you just press the button, I can remember what I said. All I'll right. just be like, and intro ended. Fallout Boy at the onset Hold of the on song. I, Figuring what? out. I need, I need to get the levels right. All right, sorry. All right. Right. Test. Testing. testing, testing, testing. All right, talking here. Theme song just ended okay. and. You're on. Oh, all right. Sorry. Now? Actually. Fallout Boy. Hold on on one second. Ooh, Fallout Boy. Nice. At the onset of that song, I thought it was a Blink-182 or a uh, fucking Sum 41 cover, but I don't know. I guess I'm kind of a moron like that. Jake here? What's that? What are you you doing? (laughs) I was just saying that. I thought that that was a a Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy? (laughs) Fallout Boy cover. You stole my joke, said it as yourself, and then claimed to be me, (laughs) and you did a worse job of me. I guess it wasn't even. I guess it wasn't even a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's almost why it's weirder that you stole it. <laughs> what you did was steal something of no value to me, like a sponge. 
Also, I think you made it me say it extra time so you could learn it. This is the guy who wrote last week's theme song, which is the Blink-182 cover. This guy did a Fallout Boy cover for us. It's Rob August. We forgot to shout out his Instagram last week. So we're going to do it right now, Rob underscore August. Tell Jake I said hi. I played his evil twin in a project a couple years ago, as you can see from my Insta. What do you think that means? He played your evil twin in a project. I am not sure. What's his Instagram? I'll look at it. Rob underscore August. But he said a couple years ago, so I'll have to like scroll. Yeah. Did you ever shoot something where you had an evil twin? Um, Probably. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Like you don't even fucking remember. Oh, Jesus. I wrote underscore. I wrote Rob underscore underscore. 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 Like I did an underscore and then I wrote underscore. (laughs) Underscore. Is that just because your brain is sort of scattered right now? I think so. I think it's because I'm scattered and I'm stupid. We're recording this before the holidays, but this is coming out December 24th. It's a goddamn Christmas Eve episode of our show. This guy is tatted and, and jacked. Really? I did find it. Oh, um, I am in the photo. Oh. I have absolutely no recollection of this day. Let me see. Life. I have a theory <laughs> yeah. of of when it was. Uh-huh. I think I know when it was. This was when? What's the date on the photo? July 30th, 2014. Wow. Nearly five years ago. Yeah. Let's see it. And this is you in the photo with this guy, and he's playing your evil twin. Yeah. Where is that? So I think... I'll tell you where it is. I think you're going to get it. You it are... was at Siren Studios. Why are you wearing a weird shirt? I believe it... you were in the next room. Oh, is this the is this... <laughs> this the video game thing we did? We like hosted a video game marathon? Yeah. For, where we were doing weird like, challenges? Yeah, for like Skype. Yeah. I forget what that was for. It was with Bobby Lee, right? Bobby Lee was the host. It was like you and I playing video games for... The idea was, like, we want to have Jake and Amir play, like, legit 48 hours of video games. Straight. Legit 24 hours. And they asked us to do it. We're like, obviously not. (laughs) We're not going to do that. Do it for 48 hours straight. Yeah, so they, like, did a... They, like, faked it, I guess, right? They must have. And then... They were like... But we did have to do like two 12-hour days of it or something. Yeah, and they kept throwing challenges at us that we didn't really want to do. But it was being live streamed. So like at one point, we were planking with like uh, a little person on our back. Is that true? Yes. They were like, who can do a (laughs) plank longer with a little person on their back? It was insane. It was a shit show. That was... That is... So awful. <laughs> the I can't fact that, that we happened did it in 2014. Well, we didn't know it was that was the challenge. It was like we're going to throw challenges at you, right? And then it was like as we were there, yeah. Like, okay, now you guys have to do. It. There was one that was just like an eating contest. They're like, all right, which one of you guys can eat more spaghetti? And I was like, I'm not going to eat any spaghetti. <laughs> so Amir's going to eat more. And then like we also played video games that we didn't know how to play against each other. That's right. So it was like gamers watching us not knowing how to play video games, sometimes doing a plank, sometimes not eating spaghetti, and sometimes playing a game that we don't know how to play against each other. Yeah. And that was to inspire some sort of awareness for... It was, was... to make cash and to have money <laughs> is what it was for. I don't even remember the product it was it was a voice recognition video game thing where it was like it wasn't alexa but it was like alexa play this game and it would play right was it i thought it was like a skype thing with 
integration oh, yeah. with video games. Right. But then it was so early on in that development that like we would say it and it wouldn't work, but it was live stream. So it'd be like, play game. And it was like, do not know what that is. And they're right. like, hold on. And then like a marketing person would walk in Running, and sat like, next super to me. stressed out. Yeah. Shit, shit. Hey, 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 we were like, shit. We really need to Did you press the button on the remote control? It's being, it's all being live streamed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, you're not eating pasta and that's supposed to be good for the product. Um, so this guy played my evil twin, which I guess I sort of remember now. I don't know. I can't remember if I, I don't know if I remembered if it's like. Now that you, you I saw the photo. I, right. And the photo created, is a memory. Yeah. But it's not actually a memory that you had. Uh, you think that that video exists anywhere, the live stream? Do you think a human can see it if they wanted to? You think they posted it somewhere to a website that's accidentally still online? I would hope not. But yeah, it probably is online somewhere. I bet it's on YouTube somewhere. That's awesome, man. Uh, anyway, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Where are you right now if it's Christmas Eve? Where are you doing that? I am in Connecticut. Uh-huh. Um, in Connecticut at my Aunt Susie's house. Um, going ham on a ham. She usually, we sometimes do, yeah, she makes some food. We have some pizza. Pizza? Sometimes there's pizza. Sometimes there's like other food that people make. Um, My mom makes cookies. We sing Christmas carols. Oh, really? Legit. It is Christmas Eve. We do presents. We do Christmas carols. We read the night before Christmas. Oh, you read a Christmas book. Yeah. We do, we go hard on christmas does it on, on the crick side of the family does it feel like thanksgiving or does it feel even more thanksgiving than thanksgiving is it more of a holiday than thanksgiving it's more of a holiday than thanksgiving i think thanksgiving is like an excuse to see everybody and then there's like oh and look there's turkey and there's and it's fall and there's right. like a couple things or like but christmas is like about christmas yeah there's a tree <laughs> there's santa there's <laughs> gifts there's like <laughs> wreaths is, garlands is there, lights is there a ham i want to know if someone's no. taking a ham out of the oven we don't do the we don't do a christmas ham and then next day are you eating ham no i mean christmas day for our family is like we do secret santa in the morning uh-huh. and then the rest of the day we're just hanging there's not really any like christmas traditions Got it. It's it's like after after we open the presents, we become Jewish again. Oh, like that was it. You wear you it wears off. The spell is gone. <laughs> the curse has been lifted. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, and it's just hating each other until Passover, <laughs> our favorite holiday, where we do eat a ham on matzah. I, I love Christmas Eve. I think it's it's really nice. Would you say it's your favorite holiday? Christmas is definitely my favorite holiday. Uh, what's uh, What's your Christmas Eve like? You, you don't bastard. even you don't even fucking realize that it's the twenty fourth of December. It might as well be the twenty first. You're at a movie, maybe you're at home watching a Laker game. You're doing nothing. Yeah, mm. there's uh, a football game on. So you or don't there see the isn't. family. The family? Yeah. <laughs> no, I have no family between the twenty first of December and I want to say like the the thirtieth of May. I won't communicate one word with my brothers or my mother or my father yeah so you're you're a bad guy year round no i'm a sour man from december to may when the sun comes out again and temperatures reach 80 degrees i'm able to have fun again with my family as a tanned little friendly constructive son 
constructive. I'm giving criticism. Like, yeah. I'm, you I'm, describe yourself as a son, as constructive. <laughs> I'm, You're a bad guy. I'm a good You're a son. You're a sad man. I'm a constructive son. You're a son. small-minded, petty little... Everybody gets away with shit no. while Amir's hibernating. That's what I call it, hibernating, because I don't see you them... You're probably a tween-age dweeb, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> a tween-age dirt dweeb, baby. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's try to answer some questions. People still need our guidance, even though it's Christmas. Yeah, um, especially because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody! Ho ho. Okay, let's start with this guy who will call Christopher J. Kringle. <gasps> Santa. So here it is. I work in a busy emergency department, and recently one of the nurses I have worked with for years has left. I had a thing for her, but we didn't get so flirty, and because she had a boyfriend. I dare, uh, the day she left, she kissed my lips and said she had a thing for me for so long. Okay. We speak daily over text since. This was about five weeks ago. I literally adore her and would jump at the chance to have a future with her. But on the other hand, I would never break up a couple as I know how much it would hurt him. My head and my heart are constantly battling over this issue. What should I do? Thanks. Love, Chris Kringle. That's not very Santa-like. He wants to break up a relationship. But that's, I think it's... Actually, he doesn't want to, and that's the problem. Right. It's one thing to not needle, and it's another thing to, like, completely abstain when somebody in a relationship is, like, kissing you and saying that they like you. Yeah, that you didn't needle. Yeah. It's on her. And maybe this relationship and guy are bad. Most likely they are, bad. if that's what's happening. Yeah. But I think you still, you can't, like, you don't want to enter a relationship this way. I feel like you can wait and the relationship will die. Right. I mean, if a girl is kissing somebody else and saying, I had the hots for you, and then you've been texting daily ever since. It seems like the writing's on the wall. Yeah, but I think, I think that you can do your part to break them up and be a good guy by saying, I want to do this the right way. I want to... I want to uh, date you with honor. Um, with valor. Yeah. Hoorah! That's right, with valor. Y'all always <laughs> behave with valor, with honor. Hold yourself in the highest regard. Sing! The most Sing! esteem. That's the sword and that he has. Yeah, you say, I let's, let's do this right. When you're single, I, I would love to take you out on a proper date. Oh, that's good. You say, when you're single, because then it puts the timeline on that person to hurry their shit up. Yep. Um, so you're saying he doesn't necessarily have a green light to go ahead, but he does have a yellow light to proceed with caution. Yellow light actually means to to stop. Yield. Yeah. He has to yield with caution. I think caution. there's a yield sign. There's a merge sign. Yes, he has, he has to wait merge. wait till the traffic clears and then mm. you can merge. <laughs> you can merge. And her name is Marge. <laughs> merge with Marge. <laughs> and yield accordingly. I can only imagine this relationship that she's in. It has an expiration date. You're still texting with her, which means the the fire, the flicker, the flame is still going. Yeah. The more you the more you text, the better your chances. Or do you want to starve her a little? Star I, it, I'm not even talking about chances anymore because I think the chances it's 100. percent It's uh -huh. good to go. It's gonna happen. Yeah. The the light is green, but or yellow or yellow. It's not yellow. <laughs> you have to slow down and proceed with caution. Yellow light means to stop. You're supposed to stop. <laughs> You're not supposed to proceed with cross. If you see the yellow light, what if you're that at means the stop intersection? Because the light's turning red. What if you're at the intersection and it's too late? Would you then proceed with caution? I would have to. 
I'd have to proceed with caution. <laughs> I'd have to slam on my brakes and end in the, at intersection. the intersection. The lights red. Yeah, you you is there a turn on red? I'll red do a Tokyo red? drift e brake steering wheel all the way to the left. <laughs> Roll the car. Yeah. <laughs> Roll tide under a truck. You're now facing against traffic. Under a truck. How's that for luck? And you're ready to be with your soulmate. And this sounds like a this sounds like a way parents meet. It's like, yeah, my mom was dating somebody else and my dad just kept chipping away and texting and then she kissed him and then it was over for them. You hope so. Uh all I'm saying is that it's possible. It's probable. It's likely and it's mm. going to happen. So congratulations. Grad. Um all right, here's another question from a lady. Ooh la la. Who's a lady in the Christmas universe? Mrs. Claus. Miss Claus writes. Mrs. Claus, not Miss. She's married to Santa, (laughs) fucker. I thought it was his sister. No, it's not his sister. They're like a bunch of old pervs that live together. They have the same last name. Incestuous relationship. They, of course, they have the same last name because she took his last name when they got married. That's not very feminist. What was her? It happened a long time ago before it was before it was normal. (laughs) <laughs> For people that keep their independence. What was Mrs. Claus's married name? Or sorry, maiden, maiden name. name. That's a good question. Green. You think she's Jewish? <laughs> I think so. I don't think she moves to the North Pole for a Christian man if, with Christian values. If Jesus was Jewish, then you better believe Mrs. Claus was raised Episcopalian slash Jew mix. <laughs> you know she ate a lot because she's interfaith. <laughs> Absolutely interfaith. <laughs> My name is Miss Claus. I'm a 19-year-old... Mrs. Why? You think she's married? I think she's a sister. <laughs> I'm a 19-year-old female from Sweden, and I'm in a bit of a sticky situation evolving, revolving my relationship. My boyfriend, who's 21, and I have been dating for about a year, and lately we've had this problem that I can't seem to solve. The problem is that I pretty much always know and I want lots of tattoos all over my body, something he only recently found out about. Now, he absolutely hates the thought of me being, quote, covered in ink. He says it's the worst fear of his and that he doesn't know whether he'll still have feelings for me or not. However, he always tells me that I should do what I want with my body and that it's fine. But he just cannot let this go. He thinks I'm ruining my body by, quote, covering it up with tattoos. He also says that he wishes I could change my mind about tattoos, which I know I won't. I already have three small tattoos that he loves, by the way. And I'm planning to get more as soon as I don't want to refrain from... Sorry, I'm planning to get more, as I don't want to refrain from getting them just because of what he thinks. I need your help because I have no clue what to do. I feel like our relationship has an expiration date, the day I have, quote, too many tattoos, but neither of us want to break up with the other. Is it worth staying with him? Do you think he'll change his mind? I don't want to choose between him or our ta- or my tattoos. Can't I have both? It's worth noting that he also has a tattoo and wants more. Please help. What? Love, Kringle. What a weird Miss curveball. is... Kringle, yeah. This guy likes some tattoos, just not a grip ton. Yeah. Well, I too bad for him, I guess. Good. You don't have to get them on your body. That's fine. So, but do you think there's her relationship as an expiration date? The day she gets too many tattoo tattoos, tattoos, my tattoo. Maybe. I mean, maybe. But I just think that that is on the dude. This you should do what you want with your body, just as. He says to you. But what if she doesn't want to get it because she's afraid that he will break up with her? Fuck him, dude. You should get it because you want it. And then and then, if, at a certain point, if you're completely covered in ink. And he breaks up with you, then 
fine. I, you know, maybe you can't have both things. So maybe you do have to choose. I don't think that you have to choose right now because you're not covered with tattoos. Yeah. And he is just, just dislikes the idea. We have to do what you want and then see if he doesn't like the reality. It's like if your lover wanted to get a bunch of face tattoos and you'd be like, uh, I don't want you to do that. I don't know. Would you stay with someone who had like a black face tattoo? Um, I mean, definitely not a blackface tattoo. I wouldn't be dating somebody in the first place that would do that. What if she wanted to just get tic-tac-toe games all over her face and skull after shaving her head? I mean, I can't tell her not to. Exactly. All you can do is set up the, set up your, um, kind of like your, your line. So if you get a tattoo of a tic-tac-toe game on your forehead, I would have to break up with you. I won't stop you from doing that, (laughs) but if you... I'm not going to be the X's or the O's. I'm not playing the game. You'll be my ex. You get the board. (laughs) You are my ex. (laughs) And oh, baby, will it be sad. (laughs) All right, how about this? You actually draw a line down the middle of your body. Tattoo is on the right. Clean body on the left. Tattoo. Tattoo. (laughs) You get a tattoo? How's that for drawing the line? (laughs) I guess bad because that yeah, sort of like is the worst body. Yeah. of everything. Because right. it's it's like half of your body is a lot of is basically covering yeah. your body. With Might as well, yeah. <laughs> so and it's like, like a still weird thing that you did. Like why not just cover your whole body in tattoos? Yeah, yeah. And like a line down the body. I mean, the, people probably, yeah, people weird. definitely do that. And then the, what is the line? Like also a tattoo? Yeah, Does that line count? Have to be yeah, a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. So it would have to be kind of on the tattoo side. Tattoo. Sweet days, mate. So do what you want. But is it okay if what she wants is not to get tattoos because she doesn't want to lose this man? Yeah, then, like, that's still a choice that you make. That's right. And it's okay to choose him, your lover, over you, your body. What if you end up being married and have a whole family? Then you'll value that over having tattoos anyway. Maybe, but then you could also have love a love life and a marriage and a whole family with somebody who loves you and your love for tattoos and your tattoos that are covering your body. Now, this so these is are all the things that you have to consider when you decide if you want to have tattoos. This is going to be a stupid question. The choice is yours. Yes. You don't get to choose. That's right. It's ultimately your decision to make. This is going to sound dumb, but, okay, and I'm going out on a limb, and I know you're going to think this is a dumb question, obviously, right? This yeah. is going to be stupid. Right. I so think, just yeah. I'm lowering your expectation, putting the bar all the way down to the ground. You're often foolish and bad. This is going to be a really stupid question. way. If you have tattoos. Tattoos. And you then give birth to a baby. The yeah. baby, and I almost don't even want to ask this question. I feel like I can get there. I feel like I can get there. You're right. asking if the baby's born with that dude. No, no, no. Yeah. Yes. No or yeah? <laughs> I was going to say. Are you asking if When you ask, it's so obviously the answer. And I want to know what it is, but I feel right. like I already know it. But just so for people like I feel like you already home, know it? Yes. If you feel like you already know it. <laughs> And you were definitely apprehensive about asking the question because... I'm not afraid to ask a question because I know there are are, no bad questions. You're tiptoeing around it and you didn't ask it. And you're like also making a real meal of it. So I want you... I want to like... I'm just worried if somebody's at home listening and they don't know the answer. I'm not afraid to be that martyr for them to not know. So I'd like to just like address the elephant in the room here. Yeah. That is a stupid question. Yes. That's a really dumb question. Correct. Right? And I said like, so. so I, just, as, gonna... I said as such. <laughs> you... So your words mean shit to me. All right, well, it sounds like you're And I'm not getting mad at you're that because I actually came ahead of it. You're, you've grown... I came ahead of the curve to make you look like a fucking moron. <laughs> What's the answer? Angry. You're cursing it. It's me. yes. Oh. 
Oh man. It's, yes. It's oh jeez. What? So you know it's a stupid question. You know it's it's stupid because of how dumb it is, because of how obvious the answer is, is why it's so stupid. Correct. Because there's an obvious answer Correct. to the question. And, and the you, answer is yeah. Sorry, the answer. <laughs> yes, they don't have tattoos, is what I meant to say. That's not what you meant to say. <laughs> Tell me what the fuck the answer you is. You don't even they don't come out with tattoos. Right. That's just what I was saying. A tattoo is a drawing on your skin. With <laughs> yeah. Ink. It's not like a genetic think, fucking. No, it's not can a you imagine thinking thing. like, okay, so you what did, if I. Can I imagine you did think. <laughs> if I have a scar on my hand, the, the kid's not going to have one, right? <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know, bud. <laughs> Why don't you tell me? Because scar is different, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if I have red hair, I might have a redheaded kid. Yeah, that's genetics. Right. And scars, are they genetic? Are you born with a scar? That's what I'm saying. Like, or do you get a scar? This is like what I think is pretty interesting about it. It's not interesting. It's another stupid question. <laughs> all right. And you're all a right. stupid man. All right, all right. Tis the season, tis the season. I'm season. guilty. <laughs> you caught me. You crucified me. <laughs> uh, it is Jesus' birthday today. We should say real quick. So happy birthday to the big one in the sky. Hey, man, how old are you now? We really appreciate how Jesus. How old are you now? now. How old are you, Jesus? How old are you now? So, t- so A or um, yeah, like A D, right? Like there's be- uh, before Christ and a- and after death, right? Yep. Or before now they say B C E before current era and after current era, but it's all about like when Jesus came. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so year is two thousand eighteen, correct? And that is that's basically. 2018 years after Jesus walked the earth. But is it 2018 years after he died or 2018 years after he was born? Because he yeah. died at 33. So was Jesus living in like 33? But it wasn't 33 AD. Be- or it couldn't have been like 30 AD yeah. because it's after death. And I seem to recall that like, well, it's not after death. It's like some Latin word that might mean after death. But I also remember seeing like Jesus was actually born at 4 AD or something weird like that. Interesting. We'll look it up during the break. We'll okay. come back and we'll educate all you idiots out there that actually don't know the answer to this pretty obvious riddle, which you is when babies Jesus. were born with tattoos. All right, we'll be back after this. My Thank question you. is smart, fucker. <laughs> Thanks for the sponsors. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, no, it's that's a non-movement good. That's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? 
Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitnessnah.com. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitnessnah <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back. Our unsolicited advice is the slight bit of research we did during the break. All right, here we go. Ready? BC stands for before Christ. But AD is a Latin phrase, anno domini, which means in the year of our Lord, the year Jesus was born. That being said... He was actually born between 6 and 4 BC, and Jesus began preaching around AD 27 to 29. Was there a year zero? No, there was not. Whether applied to the Julian or Gregorian calendars, AD 1 is preceded by 1 BC. There is no year zero. Got it? Not really. <laughs> Not really at all. But I don't think this stuff existed when it was going on. So nobody was like, oh, when were you born? BC 2. Oh, so you must be 4 because it's AD 2 now. Yeah. This was was all like thousands of years later and they reverse engineered the calendar. Yeah. At what point did they, were they like, okay, guys, a few years ago, it was actually year (laughs) 1. Straight up, I'm telling you, I know we think it's uh, whatever. 
So the forty nine fifty in the Gregorian calendar, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna flip the script and say <laughs> it's yeah. We're in we're in twenty eight. So this says according to the internet, which I absolutely agree is gospel fact. The original goal of the Gregorian calendar was to change the date of Easter in fifteen eighty two. Europe adhered to the Julian calendar, first implemented by Julius Caesar in forty six BC. So that's really confusing because if there was already a calendar in forty six BC. Were they counting down to Jesus' arrival? Yeah, they're counting down. That's fucking bizarre. <laughs> I There's absolutely no clarity, just more stupidity. I understand less than I did before. <laughs> and, but you know what? This is kind of nice. Sometimes you find the answer, and sometimes you find so much information that you just like... You back out of the you, room. Yeah, you bail. You so walk I've, into a room, you see a lot of confusing shit. You're like, yeah. never mind. So I actually don't care anymore. That's sometimes you know the answer, and sometimes you stop giving a shit. <laughs> How, how's that for being a good student? Actually, the joke's on you, teacher. I don't have to understand algebra. I actually just have to stop caring. <laughs> I, yeah, I wash my hands of this, <laughs> and I think I'll be fine. Regardless of how I do on this exam, is it? Meanwhile, after this podcast, you're going to read for about an hour about the Gregorian <laughs> calendar. I want to know about time. This seems like something Streeter would know about. That's true. We should have him on the show and just discuss calendars I and we could or... just cold call him. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, Streeter, I know you're busy at SNL, but... Uh, and uh, raising a brand new baby. What's the deal with the fucking calendar? Actually, I do know that July and August were added later. That's why September, which should be seven, is the ninth month. October, which should be 10, or 8, is the 10th month. And then November is, should be 9, and it's the 11th. So all the months are two months off because Julius and Augustus Caesar just wedged their months in between and made July and August. Wow. That's an understandable time fact. Why did they do that? Because it's cool to have a month. You know what's cool? It's not cool to have a name or an empire. How about a fucking month? Yeah, but what? Your birthday is my name. It just seems like he could have been like, there's no more November. It is now August. Yeah, instead he just wedged it in. It's like, all right, we're making a brand new month. I'm not stepping on anyone's toes here. How rich would you have to be to rename a month at this point? Just like a branded month. I was born on Amir, the fucking first. <laughs> That's kind of cool. First of Amir. That's cool. So my months actually exist from the 15th through the 15th. So January 15th, December, uh, February 15th is Amir. So my birthday... Technically, this whole thing's so fucking dumb, but it's a mere three. <laughs> like, what is that? Anyway, I think this Bumble date's going fine. <laughs> and you'd you be born on Jake the third. Your entree. <laughs> Just fingering her beef Wellington. I'm two knuckles deep in the soft meat. <laughs> Are you going to eat this pea? <laughs> We're going Dutch, by the way. <laughs> What's gravy made of? I'm oh, s- shit. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I spilled my rosé. <laughs> no way, rosé. Um, we should also remind people to, about our Patreon. We're still making videos, Jake and Amir watch videos, plus yeah. a bonus version of If I Were You um, every Thursday on patreon.com slash ja inching incredibly close to releasing my speech at your wedding. Yeah. If you can't get enough of us, the Patreon content is a good gift. What about a last-minute gift idea? Because oh. it's like Christmas. Like, shit, I haven't yeah. gotten this person anything. That's cool. I sign up for the Patreon for you. That's a gift that you might have 
for someone that you might have completely forgotten about until now. I also think we're rolling out the second iteration of Jake and Amir Watch Jake and Amir's, which we filmed after uh, we got feedback. Mm -hmm. So the cameras are better. The chairs are different. We are pausing more. That's right. Everything that you wanted is You're getting. here. So now. if you haven't subscribed... You get to watch. You get to go in and watch the new and improved based on the first draft of notes. Enjoy the enjoy the videos. Uh, all right, let's answer some more questions. Here's a question from Hanukkah Harry. Very good, <laughs> but Hanukkah's already over. Okay, so we're going all Christmas all the time. This question's from Rudolph, and you can fucking fight me. If you want it to be from any other Jew in your life. Blitzen's actually a quarter Jewish. No, he's fucking not. Not too shabby. Blitzen's a Seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> What's up, Jake and Amir? I'm a longtime listener, first-time writer, 18-year-old college student from Cincinnati with some big old butterflies in my stomach. I'm dating a 19-year-old neighbor slash coworker, and we've been together for about four months now. I've known her since I was 13. She's my best friend, and she's all I ever wanted. Things are going great, but yes, there's always a but. Yes. We are going away for the weekend to a remote cabin and having our own little Christmas. She wants to have a ton of sex and even wants to make me breakfast in nothing but her underwear. I'm super excited, but I'm nervous. We are spending the whole weekend together by ourselves. I'm afraid things won't be the same after our trip. Is it too soon for us to spend the weekend, just the two of us? How long would you guys wait until you spent the weekend with your significant other? How should I act? Is there any advice for my two favorite Jews that you can bestow upon me? Thank you. P.S. Hardwin does not need minor illusion. That's what's up, bro. What's minor illusion? Nothing. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Uh, the D&D &D podcast a few weeks ago uh, came down to a literal dick measuring contest. <laughs> and? Um, so... I think we were trying to like convince a bunch of uh, dwarves to like trust us or something. We and I was like in an argument this with this dwarf, uh, and we like we're each gonna whip out our dicks. And Murph had us like roll to see who had a bigger dick, um, and <laughs> and I rolled the the d twenty. But like before I even did that, Caldwell's character casted minor illusion to make my dick look big. <laughs> Um, and I, but I rolled really well. So you didn't need the. Minor I didn't. Illusion. I didn't need it, but because it happened, I feel like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it really. Uh, it undercut. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't schlong. have to. You don't have to lie. Like, don't ca like no, no, don't cast any spells. I'm showing him my real hog. One. <laughs> uh, wait. Uh, anyway, this guy doesn't. I seem had like luck points. I would have used one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, this guy's a sweet, sweet little moron. He's you an 18-year-old. You fucking idiot. He doesn't have anything to worry about, he's, but he's nervous nonetheless. You're about to have the best weekend of your fucking life. A remote cabin, cabin over Christmas where you have a ton of sex <laughs> and somebody cooks for you in their underwear. Just go, just try to fucking enjoy it, okay? <laughs> Not everything has to have a butt. Not everything has to be bad in some way. This sounds good, but how could it be negative to me? <laughs> Four just, dead today in a cabin fire outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Just be happy. Go go fuck the weekend away. But it, it does remind me of like when you're 18 years old, you just have no like... Um... You have no perspective on, like, the parameters of what's normal, what's weird, what's uncomfortable, what's fine. So, like, at 18 years old, being nervous about taking the first trip, is it too early and all this stuff. 
but odds are nothing bad will happen to you. Nothing bad will happen when somebody cooks for you in their undies slash sexes you a lot. Yeah, it's too early to take a trip when you feel like it's you're not ready for the trip. But like you are really excited. You like this person a lot. You want to go on the trip. You don't need to be like, but what's the what's like the norm? Should we have be together for two months before we take a trip? Just go when you want. Yeah. Do you remember your first trip with your first woman? Um Yeah. I guess my first like solo trip where I went away with somebody. Um yeah, I do. Which was when? How old were you? I believe I was I think I was twenty. Yeah, I was 20 years old, and we went to um, Cape May, New Jersey, for, like, the weekend. And, and it was, was the worst weekend of my fucking life. <laughs> run, run, get out now while you still can. Was it a roughly the four-month mark? No, I think, I guess, I guess technically, I, like, visited this person at college, and, like, she had visited me in New York. So it's sort of like mini trips. Right? Yeah. Like when you visit someone at their college and then take a trip within that trip. Yeah. So it, I guess we had done that. That's probably, like, my first trip was, like, visiting people at college. But I don't think that really counts. That's definitely not the same vibe as what this is. Yeah, this is a three-day date. Yeah. What? Yeah, which is why I think um, the trip trip, I think my first one was Cape May. Yeah. Well, what about you? Uh, I did like a uh, same like trip from college because my first girlfriend didn't go to my school. So I would like drive to visit her and then we would drive somewhere else because she was in dorm. Yeah. Where did you drive? Uh, Motel 6 outside oh. of Oxnard, California. We spent three sorrowful weeks failing out of school with one another. <laughs> three sorrowful weeks. <laughs> Yeah, we'd go to like Solvang like or Palm of week Springs. Two where you're so- full of sorrow. <laughs> sorrow, you yeah. Just call it. You it's just like, the, like the kind of the cottage cheese ceilings, you know, that used to pop your balloons as a kid. Oh yeah. So it's, it's like I that. think they call it popcorn ceiling. Yeah, popcorn ceiling on the roof of a dingy cottage motel. <laughs> yeah. I could see why there was a lot of sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we ate too. It's cottaged cheese. Uh, I wanted, yeah. Congratulations, bud. You got a good thing going. Enjoy it. You're doing great. Uh, All right, one last question. Yeah. This one comes from another lady in the Christmas universe that we'll call Rudolph in a wig. That's right. Rudolph, a female reindeer. Some of the reindeers have to be female. Is that true? Donner? Let's say, or or Dancer or Prancer. Actually, reindeer are, it's a male, it's a male deer. Really? Yeah, and bucks are the female. That's not true. (laughs) Bucks are definitely the male. <laughs> Again, we're stupid in this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there can be a male and female reindeer, but we'll call her Donner. Okay. Long-time listener, first-time Donner. Here's the deal. I just found out that my ex that I hate so much because he dumped me not once, but twice... Uh, the first time a communal table at a coffee shop, and the second time two days after meeting my dad, which he asked to do... I know I'm an idiot for having gotten back together with him, but that's not the issue. The problem is that I just found out that he gave me HPV. It's not one of the serious cancer-causing strains, and it will go away within a year on its own, but I'm still mad that he gave it to me. I hate him a lot, and I never want to talk to him again, so I have to 
do I have to reach out to him and let him know about the status of his dirty dick? Much love. P.S. We dated for six months and I haven't spoken since the breakup with me and I, I called him something to the effect of a waste of time and space. So it ended in a nasty way and now she has a disease and she's like, do I have to let him know he's got the disease? I don't think I know enough about HPV to give advice up on it. Well, if she says it's a non-serious cancer-causing strain and we'll take that at face value, do you have to let your ex know about his dirty dick? Yeah, I just do don't you owe like, it to that boy? Yeah, I I guess I always thought that HPV was like something that guys can just be carriers for and like not necessarily catch. I've heard that too. So like it doesn't I just don't know if it means that he has a dirty dick. But it can also mean that he can give it to somebody else. Right. So do you still tell him? I guess if you dislike him, it'll probably make him pretty sad. So go for it. <laughs> oh, you can say, by the way, you gave me HPV, you dirty dicked asshole. Like just, just letting you know you gave me HPV. So you uh, do it in a polite way. Heads up. Hope yeah. your Christmas is great. <laughs> That's cool. But do you say it in like a salty way or is it like just no, the message the information itself? is salty enough. So you can, you can almost be polite about it. Yeah. By the way, hope you're doing well. You gave me HPV. Enjoy the holidays. Right. I don't think you have to be like polite or- Donner out. I think you just be like dry with it. Like this is information that I think you should have. (laughs) BT dubs. Yeah. BT dubs is too casual. BT dubs. BT dubs is almost like a little too like, I'm being flippant about it on purpose. Yeah. But I don't don't know if you want to do like the, hey, hope you're well. Like, (laughs) hey, just wanted to let you know you gave me HPV. FYI. As a heads up. Is FYI too cash? Uh, yeah, FYI is like, it, as a heads up um, for, you, for um, as you start dating in the future or like, or at, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did, he did cheat on her. Oh. Oh, no, sorry. He dumped her not once, but twice. Once at a coffee shop and once two days after meeting the dad. I don't know about the cheating. He yeah. just dumped her twice. Dumping twice is, I mean... I'm not 100% sure that this guy's so much of an asshole. That you deserve to be mean about the HPV. Dumping in a coffee shop sounds fine. That's like almost where you should do it. You're supposed to meet at like new to the ground. <laughs> Does a man deserve to know that he gave a woman HPV? Is it nice to say? Is it mean to say? Is it nice to keep it's it It's necessary to say. Like, because he can take... Uh, precautionary steps to not do it to anybody else. It's that information going forward. It's going to affect his next lovers. Yeah. And it'll make him a little sad. So there's that bonus for you. But I think, I think I've changed my answer to tell him politely. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I think him breaking up with you twice isn't great, but neither is going back out with him. It's really being nice to his next partner. So you right. want to be nice to a stranger. It's considered a good deed to tell him because he, now it's on him to, Say the next person. And ain't that in the Christmas spirit. Tis the season, everyone. Uh, All right. That's it. We're out of time. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the holidays, I guess. Have fun with your families this week. And we'll be back next week. Oh, my God. Next week's episode will be a New Year's Eve episode. Whoa. Have we ever straddled the the, the, the The holidays holidays this way? Why is it? Why are all these holidays so back-to-back? Like, we spend all year, and there's, like, a few holidays, and it's, like, Thanksgiving, New Year's, Christmas, all within five weeks of each other. And Hanukkah. And Hanukkah. And don't forget about Hanukkah. And Kwanzaa. Yeah. I'm saying, like, Thanksgiving should be in July. Christmas can be in December. Then another big one in April. They're all arbitrary. Yeah. Time is just a construct. I've Personally, I was born on Amir III, so, like, I feel like I have a pretty good leg up on the Gregorian 
Kardashian or Blumenfeldian calendar at this oh, point. Oh, and I don't think she wants dessert, but I'll have <laughs> I'll have, have a peek at the menu. What do you have that's gluten and dairy free? <laughs> Uh, opening theme song again was written by uh, Rob, your evil twin. This closing one is written by Nick Wheeler. Thanks to everybody that's written in uh, over the holiday season and before. The email address for everything is if I were you show at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. Yeah, 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 if I were you, kill myself in the Starbucks, no condom, that's no fucks, Patreon, that startup, got a sense that's bigger than hard one, buy my mama's cookies, buy my mama cookies, pop still looking like a backpack, cute girl in my class, she looking hot, what advice you got, fuck I got a problem now, I'm trying to shoot some bucket buckets, coach Blumenfeld, hold it down, if I were you, if I were you, that's awesome, dude. That model follow, that's what I would do. Yeah, if I were you, hey, if I were you, yeah, if I were you, hey, if I were you, if I were, if I were you, yeah, if I were you, if I were, if I were you, hey, if I were you, you bitch. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.